from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. We're chatting TV as we do on a Friday to get some recommendations for the weekend. King of the Nerds, Adam Ross, back with us. And Adam, let's start with the cinemas. Knock at the cabin. Is it knocking good? Now, don't answer this door would be my quick, um, my quick answer to this. Uh, this is an apocalyptic psychological horror film written by M. Night Shyamalan. Now, M. Night Shyamalan, that name used mm. to mean something good. Um, you know, he bust on the scene with The Sixth Sense. I still remember where I was in the cinema watching that movie, one of the great twist endings of all time. Yeah. And then, you know, he followed that up with Signs. And then, you know, he... And then it was about the time that he hit the village that people were like, is this guy a bit of a one-trick pony? You know, like... And the thing is, as well, is that when you got twists in films if you know it's coming is it really a twist you know so look that is his bread and butter and he's been doing that you know give or take basically with every film that he's been making two years ago he made a film called old and that's about people that were rapidly aging on a beach that was my number one worst film of that year and so knock at the cabin is just a slight improvement because it'll be in my top five worst films i think that i'll see in 2023 um what it is effectively is a couple which look there are some progressive optics that are in this film like so it's a gay couple and they have an adopted daughter um and then like these doomsdayers come knocking on the door and give them a proposition effectively they have to choose one of the members of the family to die or the apocalypse will happen so it already sounds very m night now i I have a particular distaste for M. Night's products because he strings me along and I'm kind of buying it. And it's like, you know, it's like someone telling you a story and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then it gets so preposterous that I crunch my arms, I scrunch my face and I go, and I storm out cranky at the cinema, which is what I did last night. So, look, I mean, if you have like the last couple of M. Night Shyamalan films, go and see a doctor first and foremost, but you can go and see this film as well. But I would be giving this a very generous two stars, if that. Now, we don't usually talk reality TV in this segment, but Physical 100 out on Netflix, what's it like? And now, how could I not get around this? This is because uh, you know that, you know, I do hang out in the gym a fair bit. But this space, so this Korean show is pretty fascinating. They have got 100 of the fittest people uh, to come onto this television show. It is, there are definite echoes of Squid Game going on here. Mm-hmm. They are all competing to, for 250 grand, which is 300 million one. And they basically have to do a series of physical feats. Now, what is interesting is, is that they all come from different disciplines. You've got MMA fighters, you've got strong men, you've got ballet dancers, oh. you've got fencers, you've got fitness influencers from Instagram. And so it's about their physical resilience. The thing this, or like, I've, you know, I've only seen a little bit of this so far, but already it has got like a really nice kind of tonality to it. They're all really complementary to each other. They're like, I mean, Korea, I haven't been to Korea, but it seems like they're really polite <laughs> and wonderful. But so all the guys are like, look how big you are, dude. Oh, you're great and all the girls really supporting each other and you know and the gen thing as well doesn't really exist like you know the girls are kicking the guys butts in this series already so like i mean it's funny because you could look at someone and go he'll win he'll win but it's not it's all about mental toughness and endurance and so already i'm like this is a pretty fascinating experiment and they've got pretty clever you know pretty clever games for the guys to play now black panther is on disney plus yeah, Wakanda Forever has dropped. This is obviously one of the biggest films of last year. Now, I was kind of like, look, I wasn't a fan of this one, but that's mainly because I miss Chadwick Boseman too much. Um, he is being replaced here by his sister, and I just felt that she was not as good as uh, I needed my T'Challa. But Angela Bassett does have an Oscar nomination for this film. It's the first; She's the first person to ever be nominated for acting in a Marvel film, um, and he's good for that. And look, there definitely is, you know, a song the spectre that hangs over the start of this movie i was quite moved at first with the funeral scene 
Um, but then after that, it descended into a lot of CGI underwater stuff. And I mean, between that and Avatar The Way of the Water, I've spent too much time with CGI creatures underwater last year in the cinema. So I think that this is a bit of a middling uh, Marvel product and not as good as the original Black Panther. Now on Netflix, there's a new comedy out, Kunk on Earth. Did you get a chuckle? I look, absolutely. Um, I just, you know, I put this on last night and I watched a bit more of it today and I think my neighbours might be reporting, like, reporting me to the police because I was <laughs> howling so loud, like, so loud. Diane Morgan here is playing Philomena Kunk, who is basically the dumbest reporter that you've ever decided to bore at. Um, and, she's in, and she's basically doing the history of the world and her kind of like, you know, her on-camera interviews and her speaking with these heads of industry uh, laugh out loud funny. And Kunk on Earth manages to some, like to flip simultaneously between being kind of highbrow humour, like, you know, there's like history jokes in here and then really lowbrow scatological jokes. And so I never know kind of where she's going with it, but on a kind of laugh-to-minute ratio, Kunk to Earth has made me laugh, um, you know, more than any show that I've seen this year so far. Oh, looking forward to that one. And for the parents out there, uh, if you need a movie for the weekend to satisfy the kids uh we were just talking about this off air but matilda the musical on netflix tim mentioned songs i'm gonna go out on a limb here because matilda uh growing up was one of my favorite movies this is as good if not better so get around it i will be checking that out this weekend and i mean look at the cast like you know emma thompson like you know stephen graham andrew riceborough like yeah I, yeah, I don't know how I kind of surpassed this one, but I, you know, you're know, you going to force me to watch a kid's movie. I, you watch everything I tell you do, so I need to watch one that you tell me to. <laughs> Why not? Stay away from true crime for one night, yeah. Adam, for one night. <laughs> for one night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always good to chat, and we'll check in next week. No, I'll talk to you soon, Pablo. See you, mate. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's